Welcome to Connect, the weekly podcast for the California MBA, featuring one-on-one -on -one interviews with movers and shakers in the mortgage industry. I'm Susan Malazzo, CEO of the California MBA, and I'm very happy that you could join us today. Uh, before I get to today's guest, I'd like to thank our 2023 President's Council sponsors. Now, these are companies that have given the California MBA a tremendous amount of financial support so that we can continue continue representing the real estate finance industry from an advocacy standpoint before California state regulator uh, and our legislators. So I want to thank these companies, uh, Amerihome, ArchMI, Consolidated Analytics, Incelerate, Funding Shield, Guild Mortgage, Rocket Mortgage, and Western Alliance Bank. I want to thank all of you for your support in 2023, very much needed in a year like this. Uh, and so with that, I'd like to uh, turn uh, us to uh, welcome today's guest. Uh, welcome to Christy Bunce, president of New American Funding. Christy, welcome. Thank you, Susan. Great, uh, great. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, it's been a while since you and I have connected. So I know we started talking about this uh, a few months ago, so I'm happy that it that finally came to being. This is a a crazy year, so I think schedules are a little bit hectic. <laughs> Definitely a crazy year. So I always like to uh, get started um, with a little bit of background. I think it's always interesting to hear how people came to be in the mortgage industry. Nobody, um, you know, kind of sets out as this is a goal as a child. So <laughs> it's always interesting to kind of hear how people got started. So what is uh, what's your story into the mortgage world? Yeah, you are so right about nobody ever dreaming of uh, joining the uh, mortgage industry. Um, and I was um, exactly the same. Um, I think most people fall into this industry and then you either love it and you stay in forever or, or you get out quickly. So um, I've been in the mortgage industry for 28 years um, and I fell into it like most. Um, a friend of mine worked for a company years and years ago. And I was telling her at dinner one night that I needed a new job and I was still going to college. And um, she got me hired at her mortgage company that she worked at. And um, that's where I started. And I was opening mail <laughs> 28 years wow. ago. And I was um, typing applications into a typewriter way back then. So um, come a long way since then. There's something to be said for having like all of those jobs, right? I mean, you literally started from the ground floor and look at you now. I did, I did. And I think that is something that we always um, try to instill in people that want to move up in the mortgage industry is learn every job that you can. I think I've done pretty much every job there is um, yeah. to do, but it does make you a, a very well-rounded leader. Um, and I think that is one thing that has definitely helped me over the years. Yeah, I, I would agree. So. You know, I, um, I've had the pleasure of knowing Rick and Patty Arviello, uh, New American. They've been huge supporters of the organization. And uh, one thing, I know many good things about New American Funding, which I'll be happy about talking about today, but one is just the incredible cor corporate culture that, um, that they've developed over the years. I know that you've been a part of, I believe it's known as NAF360. Yep. How does that strong corporate culture set your company apart from its competitors? Well, I always tell people that we cheat a little bit having the culture that we do. Um, our NAF360 culture is born from Rick and Patty. 
Um, and, you know, it, it, it does help us that we are run by a very happily married couple that have been married many, many years and have been in the mortgage industry for a very long time. Um, so it really is just, you know, that trickle down effect of making sure that all of our leaders um, really understand what the NAP360 culture is, um, what Rec and Patty's expectations are when it comes to how we treat our um, team members and how we treat our customers and um, making sure that everybody you know, buys into it. And it's not anything that we've had to cram down anybody's throat. It's evolved over the years. We work very hard on our, on our culture um, and we make sure that we're careful about the people that we bring into the organization. Um, not Patty says there's a lid for every pot and NAF is not a great fit for every single person in the mortgage industry. Um, so we've been very, very lucky to attract people that love the culture that we, you know, that we have here and have fostered here. And they, they help us, you know, bring that to everybody that joins New American. Um, and I think it, you know, I think it does set us apart from some mortgage companies because we are an IMB. Um, we are privately owned by Rick and Patty. And so it does help us, you know, foster that culture because we don't have other voices, maybe right. this may be a good word to say it, um, to influence the way we run the business, the way we, you know, cultivate our our employees, all that kind of stuff. It is very encapsulated into NAF and exactly what Rick and Patty, you know, see for No American. That's also, I imagine, it's just, it, it requires Rick and Patty, you, other peoples and leaders to be very purposeful, be very purposeful about, like you say, adding the right people, acknowledging when maybe it's not the best fit, maybe they're a better fit for someplace else. I mean, that rather than just like, you know, especially during the go-go times, right? Bring yeah. them all in, let's make it all happen. It's like, it's, you know, there, it is, it, it definitely has paid off for your company to be, like I say, purposeful about that. It really, it really is. And, you know, it's not easy to maintain that culture. It's something that Rick and Patty and I have talked about so many times as we've gotten bigger, because it's easy to control the culture when you're a small organization or you're mostly centrally located into a couple different, you know, um, offices and things like that. So as we've grown, we've been very, very careful about how we make sure that we are putting that first. And it's not, you know, it's not just, it, we're a purpose-driven company. So we have to make sure that we're not losing sight of, oh, the culture. Like it's kind of like the side thing that we have to worry about. It absolutely isn't. It's always at the forefront. And right. um, it's been difficult at times. I mean, especially with COVID and having everybody go home and everybody be remote. But it was the first thing that we started talking about when we had task force and things like that, when we were sending everybody home, was how were, how were we going to keep that culture when people are spread out all over the country and we're in this crazy time and you know there's a lot of extenuating circumstances you know affecting people's work um, kind of focus and things like that. It was one of the first things that we talked about. So it was always on the forefront for us. Yeah, that's incredible. That's 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 great. The uh, you know my I don't have a I don't have a background in the mortgage industry for as long as I've been doing this. A lot of people think, what, what mortgage companies are? I'm like, I've never, I'm like, other than paying my mortgage and like that, I'm working in mortgage <laughs> I started out in politics when I was like, literally a kid, a hundred years ago when I was young. 
And um, so I'm very passionate about our advocacy efforts. And of course, that is the cornerstone of what we do. And, and boy, you know, New American funding sets the bar for legislative engagement, both at the federal level and uh, and in our state. Very active in the Mortgage Action Alliance, um, which you know is just an incredibly effective tool for us. Boots on the ground, trying to make sure policymakers understand how a piece of legislation is going to affect the industry. Um, you know, tell us about NAF leadership and uh, how they could be so successful in employee engagement on advocacy efforts. Well, I think it's all about communication. Um, uh, Rick and Patty have always been very, very vocal um, in backing um, the Mortgage Action Alliance. Um, and they really talk to every one of our employees about why it's important, um, why we have to be, you know, part of the solution of, you know, affecting change when it comes to our business. Mm -hmm. um, and Rick always calls back to, you know, how big, you know, the entity is that supports the, the realtors on their side of the line. For sure. Uh, and yeah. how small it is compared when you're comparing it to the mortgage side of the line. So he, he's been very vocal for years and years, um, you know, talking to everybody, anybody and everybody, even the people that are just brand new to our company, brand new to the industry, about how important it is that we have a voice and that we use that voice. Right. Um, and uh, it's just always been something that we've covered in all of our sales rallies, um, in anything and everything that we do. Um, Rick and Patty saw early on that, you know, what you guys provide as far as our voice and fighting for the mortgage industry um, is really, really important. And that we need to support that from all, you know, from all walks of life, all employees at NAP. Well, it's, it's it's greatly appreciated. I must say, I, I've often said, I'm like, I wish we had more companies like that. And I think that coming from Rick and Patty, it, it speaks volumes, right? It's like, you know, they're, you know, all of your employees know it's important to them. So now it's important to us. And I think that's a good message for other leaders in the industry as well. Absolutely. And I know that it could get lost because everyone's so busy and leader, you know, le leading mortgage companies is a very very labor intensive job and there's a lot of balls to juggle um but i think it does have to come from the top that you know the, the the owners of these companies the people that are leading these companies really need to realize how much great work you guys do and we need to support that i uh, think i uh, thank you again for that um you know another initiative our association kind of took on a couple of years ago um was the creation of a diversity equity and inclusion committee and it's designed to um, promote DEI policy uh, and corporate culture in our in our members' companies. Can you talk with us a little bit about New Americans, um, the New American Dream Initiative? Absolutely. So I think most people know that Patty has been very, very passionate and um, has been at the forefront of leading initiatives when it comes at New American funding on um, diversity and inclusion and the underserved. And we started that many, many years ago with our Latino focus um, initiatives and really did a lot of amazing work to move the needle when it comes to Hispanic homeownership. And, and she got called out probably about five or six years ago. And she said, you know, someone asked her, why don't you do this um, for all the black people that need to be, you know, homeowners as well? And she said, she's like, well, I'm not black. I don't know if I can, I can have the right voice. And she thought about it quite a bit and did a lot of research as she always does. And then she said, no, I can do this. You know, it, I'm not black. I, I can't speak from that, 
perspective because I'm not that person, but I can help organize an initiative at NAP and bring all of our black team members together and people outside of New American and, and to organize the same type of thing, the same type of effort she did on the Hispanic side. So she did exactly what she said she would. And it was probably five or six years ago that we put this group together. We had a lot of great team members um, that were very willing to, you know, jump into this initiative with Patty and all of us. And, you know, it's grown a lot since then. Um, so do we have a lot of work to do? Absolutely, everybody does. Um, but the first thing that I think that we realized is you have to talk about it. To, to do anything at all, to, to move the needle at all on anything you do, you've just got to get people together and it doesn't matter what walk of life they come from and start yeah. talking about the things that you're trying to solve. And that's exactly what we did with New American Dream. Um, we just um, promoted somebody new to lead that initiative starting in January, 2023, John Drungle and um, have a lot of amazing team members that have a ton of passion for moving the, home, the, the needle on home ownership in the black community. And we're doing a lot of great things to do that. I do think that, you know, to, if other people are listening to this that are working on those types of initiatives, it can be, you know, it, it can be frustrating at times. You don't feel like you're doing enough to affect change. But one thing that Patty told me, I said it, I actually said it to her this summer. I said, I'm discouraged because Home prices had gone up so much, and then the rates were starting to move up and up and up. And I said, you know, the, the home ownership gap is actually going to get bigger when we're working so hard on making it smaller. And it's it's things that we can't we can't control. Um, and she said, Christy, no matter how tiny of a centimeter you are affecting change, you've got to do it. If everyone gives up because they see this insurmountable mountain that we've got to pass then we're never going to get anywhere. And I, you know, pick myself up, I dust myself off. I'm like, she's absolutely right. We just have to keep pushing forward. And that's what we're doing at, at NAP. Well, congratulations. That's in, extremely important. And uh, you're right. We all just have to work together to, uh, you know, to effectuate some, some real change. Yeah. So uh, you know, we were talking right before we got started here about your promotion to being president of New American Funding, which again, congratulations, very happy for you. Um, and you know, there's you know, there's there's a, a being leader uh, during hot markets is uh, is much different than you know being a leader in in a market like we're seeing in 2023. Yeah. Um, what are some of the leadership values that you think can help companies navigate through the tough times? Well, I think what's helped New American, and it's been through all markets, is you know we aren't we we don't knee jerk. Um, we are very methodical about the changes that we have that we're forced to make because of the market, and the changes that we choose to make because of whatever market that we're in. Um, so I think that's one thing that's helped to you know help to have NAP's reputation of being a very steady ship. Um, of course, yes, it is a lot easier. <laughs> to lead when you're basically choking on loans and choking on profits. Although I will say a lot of my gray hair on this head was because of 2020 and 2021. Um, you know, it's better problems to have, you know, we're, we're, we're adding, you know, employee after employee to the, to the roster and we're choking on loans and we're trying to figure out how to do more and more and more. So those are great problems to have in 2022. 
we had a much different problem. We had, everybody had ballooned up their staff like crazy to handle the refi boom that we were in. And, um, you know, we had to make hard decisions just like every other company. But what we've always prided ourselves on is that we, for one thing, we don't have to answer to anybody else because we're privately owned. So right. we can make the decisions that we need to make that is the best for the company, but we don't, we don't have to, we don't have to post a profit if we, if we can, if we just can't, and we want to keep people engaged at New American, we want people here, we can see kind of the forest through the trees that the market is going to correct itself. So we don't do those more knee-jerk, like giant layoffs that some companies had to do early on. We were more methodical. We really, you know, went through the process. Um, and Rick is an amazing business leader. Um, he is an entrepreneur at heart. He knows that these markets are going to happen. He prepares New American very, very well for these ups and downs in the mortgage industry. So I always say we we're we're usually in a little bit better of a position than some companies that are running a little thinner. We also made the courageous decision years ago to stand up our servicing division when people told us like you guys are too small, it's never going to pencil, it's too much risk. Um, we decided that we were going to do it, and it was mostly just because we wanted our customers to be taken care of even after their loan funded, and we didn't love the way others were doing it. We we had our own way that we wanted. To so yeah. um, we made that decision. And believe me, when um, the CARES Act hit and COVID hit, I thought, oh my gosh, is this, was this the right decision? Because up until then, it seemed like it had been a good decision, but it absolutely was. Um, and it is something that we can lean into when originations are down and profits are down on the origination side. We've got the servicing um, book that it performs really, really well. We've got amazing customers and amazing teams supporting that that division um, that we can lean into. So we feel like no matter what markets we're in, um, we are set up for success. So that helps me be a, a good leader and kind of a steady ship um, for people to feel comfortable working at NAFA. Yeah, like you say, those, uh, you know, the long game, you know, play, right. play the long game in the mortgage industry. There's gonna be always ups and always downs and sometimes they're higher than you think and lower than you think, but. <laughs> You've got to yeah. be able to, you know, to play it out, play it out for the long game. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, I know you personally have received some incredible recognition uh, for your leadership, um, including a Gold Stevie Award for Female Executive of the Year for companies more than with more than 2,500 employees. You were also named a 2021 Mortgage Star by Mortgage Women Magazine and a 2020 uh, Housing Wire Vanguard recipient by Housing Wire. Um, how did those awards impact you? That's pretty impressive. Oh, thank you, Susan. Um, and I think they, I think they helped to put more pressure on myself, actually. Uh, <laughs> no, I mean, I, I think you, you and I were chatting before we started this. Um, you know, I don't love all of the, uh, the recognition that comes along with being in the position that I, I am in. Um, I have always been the type of leader that I, I grow right alongside the people that I am leading. Um, so I'm kind of that heads down type of leader that's, you know, working 12 hours a day when everyone else is working 12 hours a day and things like that. So those awards, although I, I'm honored by every single one of them, um, for me, it just means like, okay, I, I've, I've accomplished some things that I can be very proud of. 
Um, but at the, I wake up the next morning thinking, okay, you know, who needs what? What do I need to do to grow this company even bigger and better? You know, those types of things. So I don't ever really rest on, you know, what, what has been in the past. Although it is, it is nice to see, um, to be recognized for sure. Yeah. Um, but I really gauge my success on is just, you know, our employee happiness, um, how the company's doing as a whole, how we weather these storms that we're going through right now. Um, those are the things that really keep me going um, through, you know, difficult times and times when you're kind of worn out and that, and that kind of stuff. Right. Yeah. I think we're all feeling a little worn out this year. Yeah. <laughs> And it's only March, so we've got a long way to go. <laughs> oh, word. I know, I know. Uh, well, um, again, you know, incredible recognition and, and congratulations to you for, for receiving that well deserved those well-deserved honors. Uh, you know, New American Funding has been a, a big supporter of the California MBA for, for many years, and you know, we are very grateful for that support, of course. Can you share with our listeners why the company prioritizes California MBA and why they support it? Well, I think it um, leans back into what I was saying earlier about just the fact that we do have to, as you know, as good stewards of the mortgage industry, um, really support the entities that are holding us up. And the MBA is one of those, specifically the California MBA. I mean, we are um, our 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 company is um, run out of California. We've got branches all over the country, but our home base is California. So it is near and dear to our heart. We have a huge sales force in California. Um, a lot of our employees live and work in California. Um, so, you know, that is probably why in the beginning that was a focus. Um, but the Ca California, you know, legislation is kind of a bellwether for the rest of the country. So for us to align with um, with you guys, with the MBA, and to be in lockstep and um, you guys supporting us and us supporting you is um, it's a no-brainer because um, we want to make sure that we are in control of the destiny that is the mortgage business. It's what we eat, live, and breathe every single day. All right. Well, we appreciate that. Thank you so much. And Christy, it has been great to reconnect with you and to have you on Connect. Thanks for joining us. Thank you so much for having me, Susan. And thanks to all of you for joining us on today's uh, podcast. Uh, to access any of our past episodes, you can follow us on our YouTube channel. We're also available on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. That's it for this week, and we'll see you next time on Connect. <laughs>